Violinist Rachel Barton Pine has a new recording on Avi Records called Testament, Complete Sonatas and Partitas for Solo Violin by J.S. Bach. Pine has made a lifelong study of Bach and his manuscript of the six sonatas and partitas for solo violin, and these works hold a special importance for her. Rachel joins us this morning on Biscuits and Bach. It's great to have her back. Can you give us a little introduction, Rachel, to the sonatas and partitas and tell us why they're so great? Oh, goodness. Where do you even begin? Gosh, people really consider them to be one of the pinnacles of the violin repertoire and really of all of classical music. The technical achievement that Bach, um, you know, the heights to which he rose, creating, um, you know, the the polyphony, the multiple voice writing for a little four-string instrument is unparalleled. But more importantly, Bach transcends the construction of the pieces, which is so miraculous, to achieve something that moves us so deeply. I mean, if we look at what he did on the page, it's already impressive enough, but if we just listen and feel, you know, he takes us on this emotional journey, uh, which is really transcendent. And so, you know, it's it's just, uh, there are almost no words. Um, but what's really fun is that three of the sonatas are in the so-called church sonata form, Sonata de Chiesa, slow, fast, slow, fast, with these big fugues as the second movements. In fact, the fugue of Bach's third sonata is the longest that he ever wrote for any instrument or combination of instruments. You would have thought his longest might have been for organ or ensemble or something, but it was this one for violin, which is which really says something. And we must remember that Bach himself was a virtuoso violinist. Um, and then the partitas are suites of dance music, to our perspective from the 21st century, they seem like all ancient Baroque music, but in fact, to a listener from Bach's time, the first partita would have hearkened back to sort of the aesthetic of the 17th century. Partita number two would have been well within the um, mainstream Italianate kind of international language of the high Baroque. And then partita number three was in the new, fashionable, modern French style. So it's wonderful that Bach was interested in music from other regions of Europe and that he consciously tried to incorporate a sort of French flavor into one of his suites of dance movements. And it's fun to bring out those different elements and make make each one really unique. These works have more than one voice, even though it's only one instrument playing. Am I characterizing that right? Exactly. It's um, kind of an aural illusion, you know, with the different voices playing at different moments and in dialogue so that you can really hear by the way that Bach constructed it, which note belongs to which voice. And it gives you the illusion that it's actually multiple violins playing and, um, you know, simultaneously tossing things off to each other and having a musical conversation. Uh, You've been studying these pieces for a long time. Did you hold off on recording them at all? or? Well, it really wasn't a question of if, it was just a question of when. But I also wanted to come to a point where I felt like this is what I wanted to lay down for posterity and share with the world. I mean, I'm convinced that by the time I'm 80, I'll have such a deeper understanding of this music that I'll probably feel like I want to re-record the whole darn thing. But each year I live with them, I discover more and more. And finally got to a place where I said, you know, I'm... I'm feeling really good about it, and I think it's time. 
The last time we talked, uh, your daughter was 18 months old, and uh, you were traveling quite a bit, which you, you still are, I'm assuming. So I'm wondering, in the couple of years or, that have followed, uh, do you have any new tips for mothers who travel with children or any advice about uh, what to feed kids when you're on the road? Uh, yeah, well, we have a nanny from an agency of nannies for traveling musicians. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that works out great. She lives with us. She tours with us. And we're one big happy family. And my daughter Nanny and I are all vegan. So we pack microwavable bowls of brown rice and certain brands of chickpeas and nut bars and all that good stuff. And luckily there are Whole Foods everywhere these days. So you can go to the deli and stock up and get a little fridge in your room and um, you know, stay healthy as you travel. And we, we rarely get a cold despite being in airplanes every few days. So something must be working. Maybe it's just all that Bach. <laughs> I think Bach is good for the immune system. <laughs> well, Rachel, thanks so much for uh, taking some time to talk with us this morning. And best of luck with the Bach album. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it.